everybody, I'm Jim Vaisich, along with Yana Kondlova, a.k.a. Jane Benson, here to talk about the what's going on at the U.S. Capitol building today, why she's so, much, so very afraid of what happened in the Georgia elections as well, why you should be too, according to her. She's the author of a great book, Stalked by Socialism. Every day it looks more and more like fact instead of just speculation. Every day I'm stunned more and more. Um, We're going to have Don Pesci is going to join us right out of the gate. Jane, could you call up Don for me? Okay. Don Pesci is going to join us with his take on all this. In the meantime, let me play you some sound of what happened today. Protesters storming the Capitol. Martha McCallum. This is courtesy uh, of Fox News. For additional thoughts now? Same thing. Uh, Hearing these reports that there's tear gas being used in the rotunda, as Brett has just reported, uh, the members are being told to get those gas masks that are under their seats. The other big question is, where is the vice president? We're told that he was rushed out of the chamber. And this answers the question that I raised before. You know, I I was under the assumption that they would be safe in the chamber. That was before we This is really a disgrace that we have this kind of security in the Capitol when we have important business like electoral college certification going on today and we knew it was going to be objected to by Mike Pence it was going to be objected to by representatives from Pennsylvania and Georgia who objected I was talking to one Republican strategist today who said get this he was absolutely convinced uh, that the election was rigged and that it was crooked that it was stolen from Donald Trump I was stunned to hear him say that but has stunned even more when he said his Democrat friends, and he has many of them, including those who voted for Joe Biden, believe that the election was stolen from Trump as well. So no one Donald Trump isn't going to give in and concede. He, he will never do that. Now see my sorry face. I've been bawling like a stupid baby because this is really scary. So, yeah, tell me about this. Jane, you lived under communism. I did. Does this remind you of anything of communism? I'm going to have a really hard time talking today. You said you were actually you were upset yesterday when you said, "Why did I put my family in danger?" Right? Well, Defecting yeah, but also communism. I got this video this morning. It was a YouTube video that I don't know. Somebody sent me a YouTube video saying that this was going to happen, and it's happening. So somebody knows what's going on somewhere. Jane is the author of, of the book, Stalked by Socialism. Do you have a copy of that we can hold up? Uh, if you haven't bought it now, it's more meaningful now than ever. I'm going to be burned like a witch at a stake if, if, if this is not going to go the right way. Anyways. There you go. There's the book. Excellent. Um, so- Stalked by Socialism. You can find it at Amazon. There's a link right on the Radio Vice Online Facebook page. Can I finish what I was yes, saying? Yes, I'm sorry, ma'am. I got a video saying that the uh, Antifa was going to infiltrate the um, protesters, not protesters, the demonstrators for Trump. And you have thousands of people that are peaceful protesters or demonstrators, and you have few, you don't want me to use the word, I'm not going to use it, that got into the um, Capitol building. I'm freaking out. 
I hope we can. Does this, um, does this remind you of, uh, at all of when the tanks rolled through Prague? I was not born yet. I don't understand that. But, um, but again, it's reminiscent of that, taking over the government. <laughs> That's what you're afraid of, that the government I'm is af- in danger of falling? I'm afraid that this whole thing is staged. It has been staged. Somebody has a control over it. And the the election, so... Can I explain I, to my audience who you are? There are some people joining us this morning, probably afternoon. students. This afternoon. Jane defected from communist Czechoslovakia. How many years ago are you? Long time ago. You were, Do you you were really 18, wanna, correct? At the time? 19. 19 at you the time. You want to really tell everybody and how Jane old I Jane put all of her you. family at risk in doing so. She put her mother and father at risk. My sister. Your father thought you were a fool too, right? Oh, your yep. father said that communism would chase you down anyway, right? No. He, what did he say? He was just mad. He was just angry. Because it put your family in danger. Yes. And here you go. You put your family in danger and communism indeed stalked you and followed you here. <laughs> That's the name of the book, Stalked yep. by Communism. And um, I'm watching it on live TV and I cannot believe it. It's just... Um, Okay. Now, okay. now what, what about AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who wants democratic socialism? And it looks like if they won Georgia, they can get all the socialism they want. They what do you have to say about that? You know that? what? I still have to say it. they didn't win yet. I have to believe it. Like I believe in Santa Claus, I have to believe that they didn't win yet. And I look like a freaking moron. No, you I don't. told you I was I mean, going Come on, to. you lived under these tyrants. You know what it's like. AOC has no idea what it's like. She's just, she's a trained Marxist. Is that it? What is that? What is I have no trained idea Marxist? What, that is. what does that mean? Let's Did go she... to Dom Pesci. Okay, here we go. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys, but Jane lived under this system. Is that the right number, you think? Hopefully. Says Don Pesci interview. I know it does. Hello, Don. You there? Hi, Don. Is Jane and Jim Vicevich. Oh, how you doing, Don? What the heck is going on right now at the Capitol building? I mean, what is this well, all about? Are we seeing an overthrow of the government? Not just. Not uh, what just do you mean nationally? Or? Yeah, I mean, well, we're not. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we're not seeing an overthrow of the government. Uh, you know, in the state. <laughs> that would be very welcome. Uh, well, you know what? I was thinking actually, when they're if they get into the Capitol building, federal building, yeah, let, let them learn some lessons because they let this happen. Uh, yeah, Jane, was, uh, Jane thinks they let this happen. They let this build up until it exploded like this. These people are acting because they think they can act this way. She's right. Uh, you know, they, I, I don't know if you saw that video, uh, Wolfgang put out a video of uh, the people who were protesting at the Capitol and uh, they were, they were, uh, they were put behind a fence at some, at quite a distance uh, from the, uh, you know, from the proceedings outside. So uh, let me interrupt yeah, one more least- time. You're hearing Don Pesci was a conservative columnist in Connecticut. I know that those words sound mutually exclusive, and yet he is Don Pesci, a conservative columnist from Connecticut. And you can find his stuff at donpesci.blogspot.com and also at radioadviceonline.com. 
Yeah, I was going to say, Jim. It, you know, uh, at least it wasn't a at least it wasn't a razor wire fence. You know, oh, as, yeah. such as you see in, sometimes in prisons. Well, um, just uh, we are here. It's just uh, it's just so disheartening. It, uh, yeah, it, it is, and it was like I said. I got this video on YouTube, and um, somebody said that this was organized by the Antifa, and the Antifa was either wearing the hats backwards, the uh, MAGA hats backwards, but you could see yeah. the wrong colors. How many colored um, the Trump uh, colors? The Trump flags were all wrong. Were, they were red. They were red, not blue. So, yeah. so, I mean, you could go just by that. And they had and a Gazdan flag that was black, not yellow. So these, this was all a big setup. To make it look they were tr- but like they, if you they go, were Trump But supporters. if you go to MSNBC, NBC, all those You're blaming stations, it all on Donald Trump. But even Fox does. Now listen to this. They're blaming it on Donald Trump because Donald Trump refuses to um, concede the election. But uh, again, I bring it back to in the way back machine to when um, this, political, uh, this author and political commentator appeared on MSNBC. Listen to this with me, Don, please. You know, I just want to make make this point, make this point. You know, Joe Biden is on all likelihood going to be the next U.S. president. That's fine. We can deal with that and we can deal with all the issues that go around with it. But I just want to make one final point. In 2000, when Al Gore challenged George W. Bush and dragged the U.S. and the world through weeks and weeks and weeks of court challenges and ultimately led to that whole fight over hanging chads. I don't know how many people out there (laughs) remember that. You know, that wasn't wasn't considered... (laughs) That wasn't considered, Rowan, an affront to democracy. It wasn't That's considered right. an affront That's... to use the courts that way. When Stacey Abrams, you know, wouldn't concede the governorship of Georgia, again, the same thing. And Hillary Clinton still today, today has not four years. really conceded the 2016 <laughs> election. And, I, and in I fact, everybody is still so uh, broken about it. Absolutely. And I'll be mentioning that well, later she... on. I've also just read quickly. I've got Scott Morrison's statement, which is saying we also look forward. <laughs> he's congratulated President-elect Biden. We also look forward to working with President-elect Biden and his administration to continue to fight the COVID-19 global pandemic. Oh, there you go. Uh, uh, there are two instances, well, uh, Don. Maybe we shouldn't have spent a lot of money. Let me anyway. stop it. Um, there are two instances of no, nobody conceding. Al Gore didn't concede, neither did Hillary Clinton. Nobody said a word. They didn't see it as an affront to democracy then because it was a Democrat, Don. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Jim, uh, the lead, um the latest news is is not at all in that encouraging for uh, Democrats uh, uh, nationally because uh, they uh, they have they've had control of the House uh, for the last couple of years. Uh, their numbers are diminished a little bit in the House. Uh, they probably will have control of the Senate, which means that all the um, all the chairmen who are the real gatekeepers of legislation will probably be Democrats. And um, uh, one of them is Bernie Sanders. Uh, Bernie Sanders will be in charge of, uh, of defense appropriations uh, as a chairman of, a, of an important committee. And uh, eventually, you know, he's, he's, what, he's a socialist, so what he's going to want to do is reduce uh, the amount of money that's spent on on military hardware, and uh, shift that money over to uh, social uh, to social uh, programs, just as uh, Barack Obama uh, did. And that 
really is should not satisfy either uh, Dick Blumenthal or Chris Murphy because they live in a state uh, that depends uh, uh, that depends upon uh, military procurements for uh, tax dollars for the state. Uh, so, uh, and they're and both of them are on record as objecting uh, to uh, Trump's. Uh, at one point, Trump uh, wanted to uh, tie. Uh, military appropriations to uh, overs- uh, to uh, oversight of uh, of a uh, of a uh, uh, big tech, uh, you know, Facebook and all the rest of that stuff, and they they were violently uh, strenuously against that, as they've been against uh, everything that Trump has uh, done uh, since he uh, since he achieved office. So, you know, once everything falls into the hands of Democrats. Democrats are responsible for everything that happens, and they're going to have a problem with their uh, progressive wing, progressive quote, progressive dash socialist uh, wing. And do you uh, think they uh, will try the, and go uh, socialist? Party. What do you think they'll try and do first? Raise taxes? Oh, Roll back regulations? Yeah, yeah, Jim. They they have to raise. This applies both to the state of Connecticut and national. They have to raise taxes because. They don't want to cut spending. If they raise taxes, there's no reason for them uh, to cut uh, spending. That's especially true here in Connecticut. Here are the crazy things they come up with, Don. They're talking about taxing unrealized capital gains. For those people who don't know what that is, they're taxing the gains that you made on stocks or on your property before you even took them. So, in other words, you'd have yeah. to sell your property anyway just to pay the taxes. That's right. And anyone who has a job is uh, heavily invested in the stock market. Or as the uh, Sandoz sister uh, told know, me today, the uh, union or pension funds would be clobbered. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, Jim, it's interesting. Uh, if you look at the history of the income tax, you'll see that it begins with Lincoln. Uh, right after the Civil War, he had to raise money. Uh, uh, to uh, pay for uh, expenses uh, you know, incurred during the Civil War, so he imposed a one percent tax, uh, basically on millionaire on millionaires of the time. Now they they weren't millionaires in the sense that they that they had million dollars in assets, but if you allow for inflation, they were millionaires. So it started off the income tax started off as a one percent tax on millionaires. Is it, uh, you know, have, have you looked at your paycheck uh, recently? What paycheck? You're not a millionaire. I'm not no, a No, absolutely. What and paycheck? They're taking about, they're taking anywhere from 33 uh, to 45% of, every, of all of your assets, of everything that you earn right now. So what happened historically is they, this, this was a wedge. This 1% tax on millionaires was a wedge, and, and, and it trickled down a favorite uh, you know, favorite expression of people who don't like conservative economists. It trickled down very quickly uh, to the middle class, and it always does. So uh, this is what this is what happened in Connecticut. It's what happened nationally, and these people do not want to cut cut the cost of government. They don't want to cut the cost of social programs. Now, coronavirus has made the states, all of the states. Welfare clients of the federal government. We're sending we're sending the Rosa DeLauro uh, to uh, Congress to make sure that she gets money from 
from Nancy Pelosi for the state of Connecticut. So this is the way progressivism works. You know, this is how it works. Because you've run out and, of money. Uh, uh, you know, and at some point, people are going to have to wake up, especially especially uh, uh, the heads of uh, large corporations, CEOs. And, and realize they're uh, coming after you out there. Officers. They will come after you. They say they're going after the this rich, is what I was but they will come after you. going to say. Why do you think they would like globalism? That's right. Yeah, that's right. They like globalism because they don't like local government. They, they want to like roll the, the they roll they want to roll the whole thing and um that that's what it is. And I had one more question but I forgot. One last question. Was. Let me make this statement. The soundbite that you heard before was best selling novelist James Morrow on MSNBC. I just wanted to get that straight. He was the one who pointed out that Hillary Clinton still has not conceded the election. Yeah. Oh, Those you know what? I, it's I, I, been I, a huge affront what Donald Trump is doing. Has been affronted at all. It's part of the Constitution. I read the uh the um your last um what do you call it? Clip column. column, thank you. About the uh the two morons in Connecticut. I'm sorry I have to call them that. Uh, Murphy and Blumenthal. Uh-huh. Well yeah. notice how I nailed that and you thank didn't even you say so a word. much, yes. I wanted to I I met one of them, and I almost kicked the other one. I, I had to be held back by people. <laughs> um, can you tell us about that column? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, uh, Murphy uh, uh, came out. Uh, is a moron. Know, he's been, uh, yeah, he, he's uh, very progressive. So is uh, Dick, uh, so Dick Blumenthal. I'm sorry, did you say so, Dick? Um, uh, th- that co- that uh, <laughs> blog uh, entry begins... Uh, with a, a, uh, a, a title that appeared uh, on uh, January 5, it was below the fold uh, on the front page of the Harper Current, and the title was, A Real Attack on Democracy. Senator Murphy Condemns Trump-Backed Effort to Overturn Biden's Victory. So, Yeah, tell sorry. us about that, please. Uh, yeah, because yeah. he's, he's been whining for four years and making accusations, and there is no proof or, of that, nothing. He's such a... F- Liar. That plays yeah. right into what happened today, Don. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Murphy, uh, you know, this is, this is uh, he's playing politics, uh, obviously. You know, that's, that's what politicians do. And uh, he's, um, uh, he's um, uh, saying, I, I think there's a quote in there. Uh, he, he's, uh, quoted, he's quoted in the story as being one of Donald Trump's sharpest critics. Come on, you know, he's. He's uh, in, inalterably opposed to everything Trump uh, says or, or does. Uh, but um, uh, 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 the, the, the uh, actual current reporter, Lisa Fawcett, uh, uh, I quote her in it, uh, and she says um, that uh, throughout the Trump administration, it draws to a close on January 20. Murphy and his colleague, Senator Richard Blumenthal, have been vocal critics of Trump, both are strong opponents of the congressional investigation into Trump's uh, 2019 call with Ukrainian President uh, Volodymyr uh, Zelensky, uh, which he misspells. The one that uh, was, was not the, center Trump the one that was not illegal. So, well, you know, so so this was not the center of the. This was not. This was the epicenter of the uh, of the Trump investigation. There were lots of centers uh, to that investigation. 
and uh, 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 the the Democrats have been uh, have been unsuccessfully attempting to overthrow the Trump uh, uh, presidency from its very uh, beginnings. So they've been doing this for about four four years, and neither Blumenthal or Murphy have ever characterized uh, this attempt as an assault on democracy, which is what uh, which is uh, those are the words that uh, Murphy used. Uh, I, why? Because they supported the failed attempt, and that attempt last, lasted the entire length of the Trump presidency. And it was centered, if you're looking for a center, it was centered in a false dossier that was concocted by a former British uh, spy, Christopher Steele, who was working in concert with the Democrat National Committee. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, so so this was the center of the Trump uh, of the Trump fraudulent Trump investigation. And uh, 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 the problem with Democrats is they've now gotten into the bad habit of discharging their own political sins uh, on uh, politically convenient scapegoats. Trump is one of them. So why, why the, the, the Post uh, asked the question, why is this removed when it's certain that, uh, that uh, uh, Biden will be the next president? Why beat dead horses? Uh, uh, why are Blumenthal and Murphy beating uh, Trump uh, so soon before, uh, uh, you know, the soon-to-be ex-president is due to uh, leave office? Yeah, why so, are they doing that, Don? Here, well, here's Why are Murphy they still going after him? Yeah, he says— Why is uh, the left still going says, after uh, Donald Trump? Yeah, he says it's not just a Murphy. Here's a quote from Murphy. He says it's not just a stain. He's talking about— He's talking about uh, Trump's attempt to get to the bottom of a, of a, of a very, uh, very uh, uh, questionable uh, campaign, uh, campaign votes. And he's saying it's not just a stain on American democracy. Body blow could prove ultimately fatal. A body and blow to democracy? He wants to drain the swamp. That's why they're after him the whole Tell time. They're what's going on right now is a body boots. blow to democracy. Yeah, well, you know, he says, um, so he's huffing and puffing over there. And he says, it's not possible. This is Murphy. He says, it's not possible, I'm quoting, that uh, Joe Biden is not going to be sworn in as president. The effort will fail. By the way. He won the election, blah, blah, blah. By the way. Uh, so Actually, he didn't win the election, is in my Murphy, mind. Is Murphy, does he have residency in Connecticut? Or is he still yeah, living in his mom's basement? So, so Murphy then goes on <laughs> to... Um, to destroy his own argument, actually. He said, look, it's not <laughs> possible that Joe Biden is not going to be sworn in as president. Uh, then, uh, you know, the, the attempt, the, the, his presumed attempt to uh, overthrow, Trump's presumed attempt to overthrow democracy is not a serious attempt to overthrow democracy. So what is it? It's an attempt to acquire data in uh, legal discovery proceedings to explore fault lines of a faulty election process. Or, uh, you know, it's an attempt to convince voters in Georgia not to deliver the U.S. Uh, Senate to Democrats in a contested runoff election. That failed. Uh, so now we're faced, we're faced uh, with, uh, with uh, Democrats are faced with a very, very serious problem for them, for Democrats, because they have the White House, they have the House, they're going to have the probably Senate. Probably going to have the Senate, yeah. Yeah, they're probably going to have the Senate, and... There is a contingent uh, within the Democrat Party that pushes that party, that has pushed that party very, very far to the left. 
So what's going to happen when when uh, Bernie Sanders becomes a chairman of a committee uh, that uh, that oversees uh, defense uh, defense uh, appropriations? What's going to happen is he's going to disappoint Blumenthal. He's going to disappoint Murphy because he's going to be shifting a lot of money from defense, from uh, uh, you know electric boat, from. Uh, uh, from Sikorsky. Oh yeah. From, they uh, are that. going to they are from, going to bury themselves. The morons don't understand that they yeah, will they will bury right. themselves. That's it. That's right. And and um, right. do they understand that this president that is hopefully I, I I'm still in hope that this is somehow going to turn out our way. I'm not going <coughs> to act like the um I call them lip darts. Sorry, I do. They're How does this end up, Don, do you think? But no, wait. Uh, do you understand that this man has been a president for four years, has done more in four years than anybody else has done, and taken no paycheck, and he didn't have to do this? So what the heck is everybody's problem? Have you seen the new houses coming up? Have you seen the new cars on the road? What the heck is everybody's problem? Can somebody explain it to me? Yeah, Jim. Jim, just to answer, Done. just to answer your question. Yes, it's going to get worse. I'll it's going to get worse. Uh, like when, what? When what do you mean by it's going to get worse? He did two. He he did two really good things. He cut back regulation, and he cut taxes. Yep. Because he did those two things right now, right immediately, right now, the uh, economy that's going to be inherited uh, is going to Biden. be claimed by Biden. He's going to say it's yep. his. Let we'll uh, Don finish here. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Don. Finish Wait, up. Well, no, the fundamentals of that economy are very strong. They're very good. Uh, the only thing that's wounding it at this point is coronavirus, and uh, coronavirus, uh, you know, will dissipate uh, once the once the quote unquote Trump vaccine becomes widely dispersed in the United States. You mean the Biden so, vaccine? So here's what's going to happen. The Democrat Party is going to be pushed even further left by socialist dash progressives. There you go, uh, Jane. Uh, Lip dots. No socialists. And they're words. going to increase Lip taxes. Dots. They're going to increase taxes, and they're going to increase regulations. And they're the going to screw things, themselves. And they're going to screw themselves because they will have to pay those taxes as well, unless they become the royalty that we got rid of, that we came here to get rid of. Sorry. Let's move That's along. right. Yeah, I wanted some to play. some I wanted people to... have argued that this election, the election that, that has just been concluded, is the most important election uh, in, in the past, say, 40, 50 years. They're wrong. The most important election in the past 40, uh, 40 years or so is the upcoming election. It's the election that's going to be that's uh, that's uh, going to be a commentary on Biden's. Uh, Biden's administration. During that election, more Democrats than Republicans are going to be up uh, for re-election. During this, this one that has just passed, more Republicans than Democrats were up for re-election. You mean Nancy Pelosi so, might lose the gavel? Well, I think I think the next time around, if uh, things you know Bernie Sanders has his way, the next time around, people are finally going to wake up. And they're finally going to understand that if you that if you have a, a recession that lasts for more than five years, um, your economy is going to is going to tank. 
your economy will tank, especially after coronavirus. How old is uh, Bernie? Coronavirus has, How old is has, Bernie? 84? How old is what? Bernie. Bernie. I don't know how old. Good question. Yeah, he's yeah, he's old. Yeah, I wouldn't worry so, about I wouldn't worry about Bernie. Well, you don't have, you don't worry about I'm just using him as a synecdoche, you know, gotcha. because uh, he represents uh, he represents uh, oh, you know a point you. of view. He represents uh, the the socialist uh, progressive point of view, and I think the Democrat Party has been overtaken uh, by uh, by socialist and by uh, progressives, especially here in Connecticut. It's true. Yeah. Don, we got to move along. John Hayward, Doctor Zero from Breitbart News, is going to join us now. Any questions for him? Well, you know, I think probably what you want to ask him is, what effect will a progressive uh, majority have on, A, the economy, and B, social programs? That would be great. That's a great question. Don, what do you think before I let you go? Well, I think it's going to have a very, a very bad effect on both these things. If you, if you, want, to, if you want to gauge the effectiveness of the Democrat social problem, uh, social uh, solutions to problems, all you have to do is look at Connecticut cities. That's a fact. Yeah, but I have to They've tell you. They've been managing you, the cities for 50 years. But I have to tell you something. There are people that came from Europe and came from other countries. I don't have many friends from other countries besides, you know, Europe um, or continents. Um, they're going to be moving back and taking yeah, their money with them. What yeah. are they going to do they then? They won't be moving back to Europe, Don. We already know that. Yeah. Yeah. And taking their money with them, becoming millionaires. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, Don, Happy New Year. Thank you so Don, much. Don, thank you for, for coming on. For I really joining appreciate us. this so much. All the best to you and your Give wife. Don a big round of applause. <laughs> Don, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay, here's how we'll find it. Hopefully, can you type zero in there? Just type the word zero. If not, I'll get you the You're kind of rude. I cannot find my iPad, and I, so I can't do anything. Okay. Verizon Wireless, your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please wrong. hang up and read. Okay, I'm hanging up. Something's wrong. Yeah, you put the wrong number in. Okay, let me get you the number. Surprisingly. Now. There's a number right there. Yeah. Dial. See what you got wrong? The first number. Yeah. If anybody wants to call in. Do I have it right? No, I don't. No. Okay. All right. Sounds like I can hear him in my headset. Yeah, it's because I'm brilliant. Nobody's brilliant. And I can't share anything. Like I said, your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Two. I'll try it one more time because he just sent me a text message. Did you say four thirty or five thirty? Four thirty. Well, you are two minutes early. Okay, let me do it again. You want me to go to the text? No, I got it. Maybe he's busy. Maybe he's got something else. But anyway, 
Well, can I you see the soundbite to play? Can you see the text message? Yep, I'll show it to you. We're still on. He said, "We're still on." C five thirty. We're still on from four Eastern. Okay. You, Jim, look at the last That's message. Right. Still on from five thirty. You're right. So we're not going to have Doctor Zero. So you for guys can hour. call. So if you call can hear me, it is eight six zero nine nine six zero three zero eight. Um, I don't have my iPad, so and I can. By cannot... the way, speaking of conceding the election, it's not an affront to democracy. At least the left didn't think it was an affront to democracy when Hillary and, Clinton wouldn't concede. And if you guys didn't hear me before, I got this um, message earlier today that predicted that what's happening now is going to be happening, except it's not the Republicans, it's not the Trump MSN supporters. And this is from MSNBC. This is Hillary Clinton talking to Joe Biden before the election. They have a couple of scenarios that they're looking uh, toward. One is messing up absentee balloting so that they then She's get the maybe a narrow advantage in the Electoral College on Election Day. Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances because I think this is going to drag out and eventually I do believe he will win if we don't give an inch and if we are as focused and relentless as the other side is. So, so John Hillary Clinton saying, don't give in at all. I'd love to hear from you guys right now. Just me flying solo. The number is, what's the number here, Jane? 860-996-0308. Give me a call. 860-996-0308. 860-996-0308. Give me a call and join the conversation. Do you believe the election was stolen from Donald Trump? If you believe that, give me a call. The problem is it was not stolen from Donald Trump. It was stolen from us. It was stolen from us. That's a good not point, Jane. from Donald Trump. 860-996-0308. It's six zero nine nine six zero three zero eight. It's six zero nine nine six zero three zero eight. Give me a call and join the conversation, if you would please. Don't leave me flying here alone. You guys have always wanted to call and talk. I can see you in the chat room right now. So instead of chatting, join in with me on the telephone. Lives. Never had both houses and the presidency before. Um, I don't think so. No. Cancel culture is new. And share this video with friends. Yep. Loved and listened for 15 years. This president, it was so, was a Super Bowl slow fade. Ten years ago, he would have been eviscerated. Probably, you're right. Give me a call. That was Anthony, Marcus Anthony. Marcus, give me a call. 860-996-0308. 860-996-0308. John Hayward from Breitbart News is going to join us in about a little, little less than an hour. Yeah, you're not going to be there for an hour. Well, uh, you were the one who said set him up. Yeah, I said at well, would you give him a call anyway and see if he'll join us early? I'm looking for my iPad. I'll send him a because message. I, can, I cannot share anything. 
I'm trying to get a hold of John via text and see if he'll join us early. Okay, can you come over here and dial him quickly, please? Um, do you want me to dial it? You can do whatever you want. Would you dial it for me? There he is right there. I know that. It's like he'll come on early. This is not, I don't even have anybody watching. I don't know why we are bothering. We have 12 right here. <clears throat> Verizon Wireless, your call cannot be completed as dialed. You need the number again? Oh. Probably. Verizon Wireless, your call cannot be completed. I got it. Got it, you sure? No. They're just having us as a white There's noise. A right there. Hi, John? Dr. Zero. So, John, I'm sorry. I got the times all mixed up. Can you join yeah, us now? Uh, yeah, I was actually walking to an appointment at 430. That's why I confirmed it with you. Uh, can but, you uh, yeah. yeah, we can go ahead and do it. We'll That'd be great. Place. John, what do you make okay. of what's going on right now? Well, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's, it's a horrible tragedy. It's something that shouldn't happen. The people doing this need to stop. There can't be violence like this. It's morally wrong when anybody does it. It's wrong when Black Lives Matter burns down the city. It's wrong when Antifa burns down the city. And that doesn't make it right for you to burn down the city. Especially to storm the Capitol. I got right. a call from my son today. He was worried that the government is about to be overthrown. You don't think that's happening, do you? No. I mean, let's be realistic about what that would take. You're going to have to do a lot more than occupy the Capitol to overthrow the government. And I don't want to, people should not go overboard about that. But symbolically, it looks pretty darn bad. You know, it's about as bad as it could be. And the Secret Service is there to protect the political leadership of the country. They're doing their jobs. The Capitol Police are trying to do their jobs. Nobody should be attacking them or getting violent with them. And this is just deeply, bitterly counterproductive to what the people doing it think they're going to accomplish. They're, they're destroying themselves. They're setting it up so that all dissent with this incoming administration is going to be criminalized. If you don't agree with them, you're going to be treated like a terrorist after this. It's just, it's just incredibly foolish and stupid. So you know exactly which party is playing this game. Yeah, These are I mean, not Trump I mean, supporters. We were actually we're, looking at the crowd, and the flags are all wrong. We're going to find that out. You know, there are going to be arrests. People are going to be identified. That's going to be a process that takes some time. So we'll know. Before too long, we'll know for sure who any of these people were and what they were doing. Well, and everybody just This is John Hayward of Breitbart News that we're talking to right Dr. now. Dr. Zero. Dr. Zero, Breitbart.com. But you know what? What point at this moment does it make? You know how um, Hillary got away with murder, literally? Do you really think it's going to... Arrests and investigations is going to change anything or are going to change anything? Well, I have a feeling that some of the people involved in this, whoever they may be, are going to find out that when the government wants to investigate something, it can move pretty darn fast. 
investigations with the powerful and connected get slow walked and delayed and stalled and somehow the evidence all disappears and nothing ever happens but when they want to come after you because you're a threat they will come after you with speed that you will find quite impressive so i mean i think the people that are doing this again whoever they are are going to feel the full weight of the government coming down on them so you think something will come down on this they won't let this slide this won't be seattle or oregon no, no, they're not going to let this slide like Seattle, Oregon. And they're not going to tell us that we need to be sympathetic to the grievances of any of the peaceful people. You're not going to hear it described as mostly peaceful. Nobody's going to say that all the people who are just peacefully demonstrating and exercising their lawful rights are totally in the right. Everybody's going to be blamed for this. You and I are going to get blamed for this. Everybody who isn't a dyed-in-the-wool liberal Democrat is going to get blamed for this because that's the way this game works. MSNBC, Jane and I were watching it earlier today. They were blaming Donald Trump. They said he stoked the fire that caused all of this. So still piling on Trump. Of course. And they're going to bring back everything that he said that can be interpreted as egging this on or authorizing it or making people feel like they should have done this or he was telling them to is going to be amplified and blown out to a bullhorn. And he has this brusque way of speaking that's gotten him in trouble a lot of times over the years. And it's going to get him in trouble one more time. Every word that he said, and especially every word that he wrote or tweeted over the past few days is going to be brought back and used against him, even though he was quick to deny this. I mean, let's let's say he, he was very fast to come out and say the violence was wrong, much faster than Democrats were. When Democrats were burning down cities, it was days before any of their leaders had anything to say about it. They weren't even asked, you know, and eventually they ventured some tepid statements and said, boy, you've had some grievances. We understand. But let's try to be constructive. Trump was out there in a couple of minutes telling people to knock this off, but he's not going to get any credit for it. John, um, one of the reasons MSNBC gave for this happening was because Donald Trump didn't concede the election. And hasn't still hasn't conceded, but it was month. Hillary still hasn't conceded. And remember this when Hillary said this. I'll play this soundbite for you. They have a couple of scenarios that they're looking uh, She's talking about toward. The One is messing this up is absentee balloting, so that they say. then get maybe a narrow advantage in the Electoral College on Election Day. Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances because I think this is going to drag out. And eventually, I do believe he will win if we don't give an inch and if we are as focused and relentless as the other. Well, that's just what Donald J. Trump is doing, and he's being vilified in the press because of it. But then Hillary Clinton could say it, and no problem whatsoever. Well, it's been two years since Stacey Abrams was defeated, and she never conceded, and they're treating her like a conquering hero who turned Georgia blue. So, I don't know. The media told me that not conceding is the cool thing to do. That's the path to power. So, sure, you know, don't concede. Don't ever concede. My brother brother said he's very proud to be a Georgian because he said we're the only state in the country that has two governors. <laughs> yep. You can joke about it all you want, but realistically, I mean, let's be honest. She never conceded. They never do. Democrats as a rule of law will always say that they were cheated and then they never throw in the towel and they get rewarded for their obstinance. They're not penalized. I mean, they're, they're told they're heroes and they get the stage political comebacks. So sure. You know, why should Trump concede? Why should any of us ever concede? I mean, that's, that's the way these, that's the rules. That's the rules that have been established for this. I hate it. It's not the way we ought to be doing things. It's not the right way to run country, but it is the precedent that's been established. I thought for the last four years that resistance was super cool. 
I thought being part of the resistance was the best thing you could be. And I'm all jazzed to be part of the resistance now. I, I can't wait to be with the cool kids and be a resistor just like they were. Yeah, but you know, do you remember those pictures? You can't sit pictures? at their table at lunchtime, though, But do you remember those John. pictures of those, um, the, the um, lip darts veiling the, uh, the liberal women with the... Um, Pink hats and all oh, that. That's right. And, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I don't want to act like that. But I'm like I'm in tears today because of what's happening, and I it, it was predicted because it was ordered by whoever pays for it, and it would be the last name of S. I would say. Well, uh, it's I've just, been yelling from the rooftops for the past year that it was a horrible mistake to legitimize political violence. And the Democrats did that. The left did that. They absolutely 100% legitimize political violence. As long as it's their groups and they have grievances they agree with, then you can riot and loot and burn down cities. And it was just inevitable as night follows day that other people were going to start thinking, well, we need to get in on some of this political violence too. Why shouldn't we go burn something down or break something to make our grievances be heard? And they're getting the impression, a lot of people are getting the impression that you have to demonstrate you're willing to be violent and take to the streets in order to be taken seriously. That's the lesson they learned from Black Lives Matter and Antifa, so they want their turn at that, too. It's a horrible, degenerate spiral of violence. It's never going to end. So the lessons, lesson that they're learning right now is they're being brought into basement and into cellars and brought out of the uh, um, Capitol <coughs> building um, in protection because they're being threatened. Is that also at theater or what is it? No, I suspect there are probably legitimate security concerns involved in getting people Good. out of there. I'm not surprised. That's, that is procedure. They do have procedures in place for these things and they're following them. So I'm not surprised there. But look even back before last year's riots and the city's burning down and look at the theater the left is constantly pulling in Washington. During the Brett Kavanaugh hearings, they surrounded the Supreme Court. Remember, they forced their way into an elevator, some left-wing activists, they forced their way into an elevator with a congressman or a senator, whoever it was, and, and they... They basically bent his ear and harangued him until he agreed with him. And that was awesome. We were told that was cool. That, and that was over a lie. That was over a miserable, stinking lie that the Democrats perpetrated about Brett Kavanaugh. And we were told that in the service of that miserable, stinking lie, all bets were off and all theater was acceptable and all force was authorized. And you could do whatever you wanted to prove how serious you were about Ooh. keeping Brett well, Kavanaugh. John, just when you thought you were going to be one of the cool kids. Now they're telling you it's not cool anymore. Well, you also have uh, the people led by Maxine Waters. How old is she? She should know better. Anyways, there was a question from uh, our previous guest. What effect will progressive majority have? On the economy. <laughs> oh, what they're, I mean, the economy is in a bad place right now. They, they're going to kneecap it because that's what their policies do and because that's what they want. This, what you have right now in front of you is the lefty dream come true. The middle class on the ropes, all but destroyed, impoverished, and made utterly dependent on the government. That's their dream. I mean, that's like they woke up in paradise and found this scenario laid out before them, courtesy of the Chinese Communist Party. And they're going to take that and they're going to run with it. They're, they're going to use this to restructure American society in a way that there will never be a meaningful middle class again. 
That's where all their policies are going to be oriented towards for the next four years. And you can fight back. This is not the way to do it. Don't break things and don't burn things down. You can effectively resist and you can come back from this because the story is never over. But it requires organizing and being determined and working within the system to push back. It is possible. And people need to rally themselves around that. The, the Republican Party and the Democrat Party have both been in much worse shape than the GOP is right now as far as how many seats they have in Congress and the White House and so forth. You want to read John's, much worse than this. If you want to read John's opinions on this and everything else, go to Breitbart.com and look up John Hayward or, or Dr. Zero. John writes for Breitbart.com. John, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate well, it. Well, no, much. before we before we say goodbye, go yeah, away. more time. Yeah. Uh, no, I was just gonna say never say never because you see how many of the and I love the word liptard. The, the left side, uh, the journalists, where they make the mistakes, the the um, uh, Blumenthal made the mistake by saying that he was in Vietnam. We have all these people making mistakes that are on the left, and they're fine. Yeah, I wanted to make one more point with John, too. <laughs> John, I was talking with a Republican strategist earlier today, and he said that even his Democrat friends believe the election was stolen from Donald Trump. They believe that Donald Trump won the election, even his Democrat I, friends who voted for I, Biden. I don't, I don't think it was a free and fair election. There were way too many irregularities and shenanigans, and they keep happening. Now we're always going to have a mysterious midnight technical glitch and mysterious boxes of 100% Democrat votes rolling after midnight. Nuts to that. But if you want to prevent that from happening again, you have to step up and prevent it and say it's unacceptable and you won't tolerate systems that do that. Georgia was, was hoodwinked into loosening up their system so that this shenanigans could be pulled in Georgia and a lot of other states in the country were likewise schooled and the American people have got to step up and demand better than that from their elections. Was, Georgia, right the, now, was Georgia the canary in the gold mine? They, they the gold all, mine, all, all those dubious states. I think everybody really knows in the back of their minds that a lot of games were played in order to get us to where we are today. And some of those games were quasi-legal. Some of this ballot harvesting and Biden-only votes that were cadged out of people who couldn't give a damn and don't know who their own senators were. I mean, some of that was technically legal, but the kind of thing you're never going to get passed in a fair election. And some of it was flatly fraudulent and illegal. But we never got a fair hearing for all of that. Never. None of that evidence was ever really examined in court. You can blame anybody you want to for that. But we are where we are. And we did have you, to move forward from here. Did you see the python snake that was caught in uh, Florida? They had to cut it open and it had uh, like 4,000 4, ballots in it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have some big snakes down here. I wouldn't be surprised if they cut one open and found a car in there one of these days. I know. It's just, it, this is all just a nightmare. I cannot so believe John, what, what I'm watching. So, John, what was going on in the House today? They were trying to um, certify the election. Is that right? Yeah, that was basically a procedural vote that until now has always passed with little fanfare. But it's just a process of certifying the election. I never thought Mike Pence was going to step up and stop it. That was one of the hot theories that was going around. And I never thought there was going to be anything more than a symbolic demonstration against it. There is a certain inertia behind these things. And there, there wasn't going to be a revolution in Congress. There certainly didn't need to be violent riots now. It, so, we should have done better in Georgia. We so, should have done, but we have to do better going forward. Did Mike Pence step up and stop it or no? Because no. I was watching Fox News and they were just telling us, you know. So the certification went on? It's, well, I guess it's kind of on hold right now. They were in the middle of doing it when all this, this craziness erupted in the Capitol. And I think they still have to finish. So I don't think they're 100% done yet. 
How does this but end, eventually end, will be. Oh, How does they'll it eventually end? finish it. If they, they will eventually finish it. The system will roll on. Uh, Biden is going to be the next president until he's replaced by Harris. And the Democrats <laughs> have... The Democrats have the House of Representatives and they have the Senate. And the people in Georgia who let that happen should be deeply, deeply ashamed of themselves. But they did let it happen. They did stay home. They did let themselves get fooled. And now they have to live with the consequences. We all did for two yeah, years. And then there's going to be another what does that mean? What does that mean for us, John? That it, it means you've got to redouble your efforts and step up and fight. There's going to be another election in two years. The time to get ready for it is now. You have to organize at the local level now. You look at how the Democrats pulled this off, and even leaving the cheating and the fraud aside, look at the hustle, the ground-level organization they put in to places like Georgia. You know, they're all praising Stacey Abrams as a saint for turning Georgia blue by hustling on and, and getting things done. That's what you have to do. That's what you have to fight. You have to yeah, organize. Yeah, but how do, how, how do you fight? How do you fight? How do you fight? You get, these people, come on. If you local. look at the history of these people of that side, of that side, they will go and they will just shoot you. They will just kill you. If you're not well, on their side, they will. They have done it. Look at the history. Look at the history of World War II. Look at the uh, revolution of 1917 in Russia. Look at all of that. They will not stop. They will do whatever I, they want. And no, not 1948, 1948 in Czech. I don't even know the other countries. Look at Romania. They will just, they don't stop. Don't look at me like that. It's horrible. violence bubbling over. You're right. It's funny if you play by the, if you play by the rules, you get screwed. But you can do, you can play by the rules. That's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yes, there's going to be cheating and you got to be on guard for that. And you have to insist on better election systems and this third world nonsense that we keep getting in our elections these days. But you also have to out hustle them. You have to beat them on the ground. There has to be some unity in the Republican Party, for God's sake. Well, then we need new Republican Party because they yes. stink. Yes. There ain't Absolutely. no rules around here. We're trying to accomplish something. And therefore, when the deal goes down, uh, all of this talk about uh, rules, we make them up as we go along. That was Congressman Alcee Hastings. And that's what I'm saying. And it's that's that's a fact. You're not going to get better until you demand better and build better. And you have to start building it now today. It's not enough to wait until 10 days before the next election and then have a fit. You have to start yeah, but if they're cheating, understand what you're up against. But if they're cheating, they're cheating. If the, and, and, if, and we got to stop that. How? I mean, it's going to be hard work. There's no magic wand. There's no... By being poll watchers. Yeah, watching them at the watchers. poll. Yeah, but we had Absolutely. poll watchers but over there. The poll watchers were there and they were being prevented from watching. So how do you watch if you're being prevented? There, there are ways you can make common cause with people that will insist on better elections. You can work for it. It's not easy. Maybe you can't do it 100% in two years or four years, but you can start the effort. We never should have let it get this bad. And you do it by reaching out to other people and telling them we can't ever let this happen again. I like to see us send this stupid mail-in balloting and go yeah, right that, back to absolutely. election day. Yeah, mail-in balloting is utterly ridiculous. It never should have been allowed. It was a sham and a scam from minute one. It still is. Get rid of it. That's got to be one of your top agenda items. No more of that garbage. How do we do that, John? How do we get rid of mail-in balloting? Get by rid of COVID. <laughs> by convincing, well, yes, of course, that would be nice. But by convincing people, you know, when the pandemic ebbs, the, the, the approximate reason for it will be gone. There are people that will still try to keep it because it's useful. You have to win people over. You have to argue against it. You have to convince them that these things have to be taken seriously, that the ballots are precious and have to be safeguarded. 
John Hayward, you've been so generous with your time on such joint, short notice. John Hayward, Dr. Zero with Breitbart.com, Breitbart News. John, take a bow. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you very much for having me. Take care, John. Happy New Year. Thank Happy you so New Year, much. John. Talk to you soon. Happy New Year. I hope. Take this care. will be up on the website soon, I'm sure. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, so I couldn't share anything. If anybody wants to call, it's 860-996-0308. I don't know what my kids did with my um, iPad because they're my kids. 860-996-0308. And I will tell you, I didn't think I was going to be able to sit through this after I've been watching what's going on in, um, in Washington. Um, it's, that is very, very disturbing to me. You go ahead and make fun of me. Not making fun of you at all. Uh, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to whoever wants to make fun of me and make a phone call. Because We, we have time um, to take a phone call, don't of we? Of course, we have time for a couple. Um, it's just, um, it's just so disturbing. We came here. We risked our lives. We... I, I've done pretty good, right, for myself. You certainly have done very um, well for yourself. You came and, here with nothing. And and now except they... Except a dream. They will going to take it away, maybe? Um, it's just scary. Sounds like they're going to take so it away. I, Does it frighten you? Well, I'm I'm scared. I'm scared. You I wonder have, what your father would say if he were still alive, God rest his soul. Um, I don't know what he would say. He was only... Uh, he was just not... Agreeing with me. You would say it. Well, let's see. Hey, Tom, see. thank well, you for joining on. us. Hold on, I have to... Uh, Hang on one second, Tom. Hold on, here we go. Hi, Tom. Tom, you there? How are you guys this afternoon? Good, thank you very much for joining us. We're just beachy. How are you? You go right uh, ahead. You know Tom. what? I am not a happy camper. Okay. I'm calling from, calling from my uh, lovely... Um, uh, writer's Garrett here in Middlebury, Connecticut. Sitting at my computer watching you guys, and I, if you could give me like one minute, I'll tell you yeah. a quick story. Uh, yeah. That's all I need is about a minute. No, you go I'm ahead. So Take upset. as much time as you need. I was sitting in Bristol this afternoon visiting with a friend of mine for about an hour and a half, and he's one of those guys who always has MSNBC on in the background to make sure he gets enough enough negativity you in you it. You didn't tell me I needed a bucket to throw up in. <laughs> what happened, Tom? And and so we were watching these parade parades of people live on television going by this camera in toward the Capitol. And I said to my friend who's a left wing liberal, I said, Larry, what do you think? is going on on there. And he turned around and he looked and he said, it looks like a parade. And I said, yeah, it's a, it's a protest, but I don't see any violence going on. Do you? He says, no, I don't. And we dropped it. I got in my car and I drove back to Middlebury and the entire way I was listening to an AM radio station up around 1080. And they were broadcasting the network coverage of what was going on in Washington, D.C. From MSNBC, you, right? Yeah, uh, from what, well, no, they had a reporter on the ground at the protests right. in, in, uh, in Washington. But the, the, the 
between Nora O'Donnell and Major Garrett and whoever the host of the newscast was, the coverage. They were doing everything they could do to make it make incendiary. Tom, Tom, give me one second. I have another caller. Just one second. I see. Don't go away, Tom. Don't. Okay. Just, just let Sam. Is that you? Can you hear us? It is. Yeah. You want me to sit here? Yes. Yes. Stay right there, Sam. But you're not gonna. You're not gonna hear anything. So go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. Go ahead, Tom. Sorry about that. I know. I'm taking more than a minute. No, you're not. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. My my point is is that CBS was doing everything they possibly could do to fire up what was going what was going on in uh, in Washington. Sorry, I'm hearing I'm hearing my way back. No, it's Sam, and she always forgets to turn things off. Yeah, it was Sam. My my, my point my point is is that when you watch what's going on in real time on a camera, yeah, in Washington, and then you listen to what the uh, the reporters obviously want to be happening, which is a violent attack, and they were using the word. They had breached the ground oh, of the Capitol. The yeah. reporters it, wanted violence. They 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 wanted to be violent so badly, Jim. And it didn't happen. It wasn't happening. First, they said they were somebody was setting off fireworks. Then they said, as the time went on, shot. Yeah, people were shot. Somebody was that. carried out bloody. Yeah, and and the the, the uh, they had to secretively move all the senators and congress people out of there it was it also, was also also did you see the uh the uh pro trump protesters that were dressed in indian outfits i'm sure that pro- uh, they were not pro trump so that was not a pro trump rally saying they were they, yeah. it, it, it they were all, that was all antifa and you had reverse color flags um, they had a Gazdem flag they, they that were, was black. They were marking themselves that we knew who they were. If you, if you looked at it, they they could have been arrested right on that the was spot. Like, that was like the Boston Tea Party where they dressed up yeah. as Indian to deflect. Just, Jim and Jane, just amazing to me. I have some broadcast experience, um, 35 years, and um, just to watch what was really going on versus what the news was reporting – was embarrassing for me. And, and you know what? The, the the sad thing is, you had all those NBC, ABC, and MSNBC. And we were, Jane and, and I were Fox, watching MSNBC, they and they were the blaming same, it all on Donald but they were Trump. The same, but Fox was too. The only Fox one that, too, right. that wasn't was uh, Newsmax, Max News. I, Newsmax. I Newsmax. The only one that was reporting it correctly was Newsmax. As far as I'm concerned, Major Garrett and Nora O'Donnell need to have their press credentials removed. Well, I'm with you on and, that one, Tom. You know what? It's, it has nothing to do with press. I kept looking around for Jerry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. You're right about that. And I'll, and I'm, I'm watching you on, uh, online. You guys are great. I love you, too. We got to wrap it up honestly. right now. We should, so we should keep doing the podcast, you think, Tom? Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Every Wednesday at four o'clock. Thank I want to beat in. him up every Sunday. I mean, Wednesday before we get on because he's just a <laughs> pain in my butt. But you gotta get it. You gotta <laughs> jack him up. You know. 
<laughs> I know. Hey, happy new year, Tom. Thank, thank you. you for All right. Calling. Thank you guys. Love, okay. love you guys. Okay, love you bye. too. Bye. From the, uh, I want to call, um, Sam. Call Sam back. Yep. Yeah, before we go. I could get it. She must be in here. Um, she probably is. Punch it in before I do. She needs to remember to turn everything at back um, off in her background. Is on, what is it under? Um, let me see. Nope. Nope, it's not under that either. Okay, is so it under gonna, Sam? Wait, uh, I, I can pull that, pull out the number here. Uh, I'm sorry about this, folks, but we really want to get Sam on. She tries so hard every week to join us. We have Rudy. No, we don't have Sam. Hold on. No, here. But um. But we got to call her on this line. I know, but I, I um, okay. I need to read the number really fast. Hang up on her. She's gonna. Um, you you want to call it over here, don't you? Yes, I know, but I needed to get it. I am not a, um, dudes, I do everything around here, but you know you what? Do, you're the producer of the show. Yeah, the no, besides everything else around the house, give me a break. The Fred and Ginger podcast right here. Hey, Sam, how you doing? Hi there, I finally got back on the line. It hung up on me twice. Well, we had to, Sam. We had to hang up because we were getting feedback. Okay. Good thought. So we decided to call you Sam. <laughs> Sam, I'm, I'm so glad you did. You're speaking the Fred and Ginger of podcasts. <laughs> well, I tell you, I feel so bad for poor Jane. Sam, what's your feeling I, on I, all of this? My feeling? Well, right now I'm pretty angry. I'm going to have to get to my little sanctuary I have with my 